Welcome, this is she, and I want to thank you for joining us in this moment. Tonight we're going to connect to our self-worth, what that means, and why we might want to feel it or embody it or own it, and how that's connected to loving ourselves. And the ultimate outcome is that we begin to show up in the world the way that feels most harmonious with us. So what is the self-worth thing? (laughs) It comes in all different packages and sizes, and I'm sure all of us, including myself, can attest to a time where we want to be acknowledged or we want to be given a certain amount of money or paid a certain amount of respect or attain a certain goal. And we are sure that if that occurs, we will have this self-worth or that others will acknowledge that exists in us. Therefore, we will feel that we have it. Now, the good news is that we all have worth. We're valuable beings in the universe. Every single one of us is important because we are co-creating an experience in this third dimension. So with that being said, we have to ask ourselves, you know, why do we want it? And basically the reason that it's really important to be empowered is that we'll feel good about ourselves. And when we feel good about ourselves, then where we show up, whether it's work or play or anywhere, we can enjoy it. And we can do it with integrity and harmony. So what happens if you feel really good about yourself, but maybe you're just on an adrenaline rush, then you might show up to work or home or whatever, and then you might create a cycle that is deconstructive and maybe pulls you out of that harmonious state. Because ultimately, when we're empowered, we're vibrating at our highest state. And then when we're not feeling so empowered, we start feeling our energy field go down, 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 and we can have different habits that take us there. So now I ask you these questions. How do we find it? How do we find that treasure within ourselves? And what do we do with it once we have it? So the outward expression of what we might see in everyday society is that we demand it. We tell someone we're we're capturing our voice and we demand it. Do we take it? Do we just go and grab it wherever we think it should be ours and own it or not? Do we manipulate it? Do we create a dogma situation where it appears that we have self-worth and self-empowerment, but we don't because we have destructive habits behind the scene or in front of the scene? Or do we just hold out? We're so certain that we deserve X, Y, and Z, and we hold out. And we won't obtain our self-worth until we get that. So all these examples can lead us down a road to nowhere because they're exterior. We're demanding it. We take it. We manipulate a situation so we perceive that we have it. We hold out. And all are rooted in 
one thing. We're trying to control a situation because we don't believe in ourselves. And when we don't believe in ourselves, how are we going to get there? And so this is really important. And what can happen is sometimes when we're not in our highest vibratory state, we can slip into typically one of two areas. One, we can find people that are vibrating at the same place that we are, maybe not feeling so great, and that holds us there, meaning we kind of find like-minded community in our darkest hour or our lowest hour or just where we're at in in a certain moment. Maybe you're at a plateau and so you find like-minded people, but you still haven't reached where you want to reach with your inner self-worth or you haven't achieved what you want to achieve or maybe you've gone through a difficult time and you're ready to start actualizing some things in your life. So when we're at that plateau, we might have to say, wow, well, if I want to keep moving, it doesn't mean that you have to jump off the plateau or climb a huge mountain. You can keep it even keel here. But you might say, wow, I'm going to have to maybe make some changes here and I'm going to have to leave this community that I'm really comfortable with because it's time for me to grow. It's time for me to explore a new landscape and see what's going on maybe a couple miles down the mesa. So when we do that, we open up ourselves to, A, the possibility to finding that treasure inside of us that absolutely will let us know what we're worth and how to vibrate there and then we'll realize that we become the attractor. We're not we're not relying on others to necessarily say, "Hey, wow, you're so amazing. You are just that." And then people are attracted to you because you're very comfortable in your skin. So, <clears throat> we're going to talk about how we're going to cultivate this self-worth and where we're going to look at from. But we're going to do a check-in first and then we're going to have a little respite with some music just to connect with what I'm sharing. So being that all of us on some level may be not exactly where we want to be in our life, okay? We may not have the job we want or we may not have the relationship we want. And we may not have the perfect living situation that we want. And all these things can hold us feeling a little uncomfortable with self. So the optimal goal is that no matter what our situation is, that we feel great about ourselves and that we know, wow, this may not be perfect, but I know that I can find the situation that I need to be in or I can massage this one or I can move things around so that I have a different perspective on the landscape. So the first thing we need to do before we determine how we're going to cultivate or discover this self-worth within us so that we emanate it out to everyone and we'll understand if we're doing that or not. Because some of you might say, I'm really, I have self-worth, I'm really confident. Yet, once we do these check-ins, that might give you an indicator that, whoa, I'm not really, I don't, I haven't connected with that treasure inside of me. So we're going to do a check-in. How's your mind? Do you have a lot of thoughts? Do you have a really solid meditation practice, Mm -hmm. whether it's active and or still? And are your thoughts, if you do have thoughts, are they 
clear, clean, meaning pure thoughts? Or are they self-sabotaging thoughts? Or are they judgmental thoughts? Or are they deconstructive or angry, negative, anxiety, worry thoughts? Just write them down. So A would be clear. And then we'll say B is just muddled, distracted. All the other stuff that doesn't feel so good. (laughs) So our thought, and just do a barometer. Most of the time I'm clear. Most of the time I'm really in negative thought patterns. Or most of the time I'm really in positive thought patterns if you're having them. Or all the time I just have no thoughts at all, which is the optimal place we'll want to go. Now I want you to check in with your body. What's going on with your physical body? How does it feel? Is it healthy? Are you taking care of it? And how do you show up in it? How is your posture? How do you greet people? Is there a sense of confidence with it? Do you have any dis-ease in it? So check in there with your body. Then from there, let's check in with our spirit. And we're going to check in with our emotional body simultaneously. How is your heart? How is your spirit? Does it feel good and healthy and, again, clean, clear? Or does it feel distracted, worn down? So check in. Just put in no judgment. This is where you kind of see a little work here, a little work there. No, I'm clear, 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 clear. Now let's look on the exterior side of self. How is your family how are your family relationships? Partnerships, marriages, friends, family, biological family. Check in, feel healthy, clean, clear, tumultuous, just be honest. <laughs> And you can keep these simple words. Then how's your home? How does your home reflect you? Does it feel settled? Has it accumulated a lot of stuff? Does the energy when you walk in feel clear and clean? Check in right there. Do you have a lot of movement in the home or does it feel stagnation? Is there too much movement in the home? Same with work. Check in there. How does that feel? Negative energy, positive energy, clean energy. How's your office space, your workspace? Is it clean and clear? And then finally, how do you relate to Gaia, to the ecosystem we were given to live on? Do you honor it? Do you take it for granted? Do you even think about it? Check in how that feels and at what level on all of these things, your mind, body, spirit, your home, your relationships, work, Gaia, Mother Earth, your ecosystem, does it feel healthy? Does it is it where you want it to be? Or are things feeling incomplete? So I want you just to sit back and reflect And I know that's a lot, but just allow yourself just to connect with what is jumping out at you that just doesn't feel quite settled right at this moment. I don't have to grab everything at once, but maybe there's one specific spot. If you feel 
golden, that's okay too. Just tune in and, and you can use this refining process. If not, say, okay, gosh, my mind is cluttered. What I'd want you to do, why we listen to the song by Shyla Ray Sunshine, it's called Existence. I just want you to connect to where you would like to raise your vibration with your self-empowerment, with your self-worth, where you'd like to show up and feel full and ready to take on the day. So just take in a deep breath, breathe in and out, and connect with the song while you connect with that which you're ready to maybe scoop away and find that treasure inside of you.
so powerful. So as you can hear in that beautiful song by Shiloh Ray Sunshine, that that treasures, that's what it feels like. I am so powerful. When we connect to that inner treasure within ourselves, we remember that. Now, the beautiful part about that is once you locate that treasure, that no matter what you're doing in life, it doesn't mean that if you get a billion dollars, that that's going to give you self-worth. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, I, I know way too many people that are perceived to be well accomplished that are absolutely not in their empowerment. If anything, they are actually struggling just as much or if not more than the quote-unquote common woman or man. So this is really important to remember because sometimes we say in our mind, well, if I just get that, then I can relax and I'll feel okay. If I can just get to there, then it'll be all right. And sometimes the universe has a different thing in store for us because maybe it's that point in space where you're here to master feeling comfortable in the discomfort and connect to that treasure so you can sail past that moment and get to exactly where you're going. So as I might have shared in the past, it's a virtue passed down by a beautiful man that spent 20 years in prison, Chinese prison, being tortured and at the end of his, towards the end of his time there, he was worried he was going to lose his love and compassion for the people that were torturing him. So he wanted to die. Now, can you imagine, here's someone in prison, and they're worried they're going to lose their love and compassion for the people that are torturing them. Therefore, he feels it's time for him to die. Now, not many people go through life this way. Now, the same beautiful man shared that a human life is a precious thing and it's important not to waste it. So whether you have to work really, really hard, maybe two or three jobs, it doesn't circumvent you from having the opportunity to clear your mind, to connect your self-worth, to open up your heart to the universe, to be in service not only to yourself but to others. So if you could imagine if we're all walking down the street and feeling empowered, how much more we have to offer to our fellow brother and sister. And in those moments that maybe we're feeling a little bit more vulnerable, that our neighbor can come in and give us some of that sunshine. So during that song, I hope that you were able to connect with the one aspect where you're feeling like, wow, that's where I have some turbulence within my mind, or wow, my body needs some attention, or my heart is aching, it hurts, and I haven't tended to it, and I keep ignoring this emotional pain I have in it, thinking it'll go away. So that's where first we want to start, to authentically cultivate our self-worth. As I mentioned, just because you come off as super confident, that doesn't mean that you don't have dis-ease inside. It's a really important thing to acknowledge that sometimes the most appearing together people on the outside are the ones that are suffering the most on the inside. So that saying they'll say, don't judge a book by its cover, don't judge that someone has it all together because they're successful. Don't 
take it for face value that just because you see someone that's homeless that they're not content. We don't know who sits in front of us. So to take the time just to worry about self, first of all, and then just to be aware of your surroundings. So once you've identified the area where or areas where you know that you need to create some refinement, this will be the first thing to add to your practice when you're cultivating your self-worth is, wow, I really want to step in up a notch at work. I want to show up better. But, you know, and I'm realizing that my mind isn't that clear. And then I'm going to cultivate a more consistent practice of meditation, whether it's movement meditation, whether it's silent meditation. I'm going to cultivate that practice, whatever it might be. This is an example. So the next part, we're going to just go in and you might say, I have it all together. I feel good about myself. Now we're going to refine it a little bit. There's always room for improvement, um, I always say, because... I'm work in progress like everyone else. So <clears throat> do you respect yourself and others? I've we talked about this in some of the other segments, especially last week with on the masculine. But do you respect yourself? And how we know we respect ourselves is that we're living a holistic life. Are you eating good foods? And do you keep good company? Do you have healthy relationships? Are you honoring yourself? And are you honoring others? Yes or no? Number two, do you gossip? Do you judge others? Is your language deconstructive? Meaning it's harsh, it's foul language. Do you tear others down? Do you have a little too much heat? How do you feel about yourself? Are you proud? Are you happy? And proud meaning confident, not in the sense of pride, you have too much pride, but confident. Do you feel empowered? The next one, do your ethics match the way you show up in the world or vice versa? So sometimes people, if they have a belief system, it might be something that's under religious undertones or it might be your own inner ethics. But do you, do you actually embody them and do you show up in the world? So if you feel that it's really important to only say kind things about people, are you doing that? Then do you embody the world you want to live in. Do you walk the talk? So this is this is the one that really can get all of us. What's the world you want to live in? And then are you supporting that which you don't want to be a part of your society? So if you don't believe in a debt-based society, do you still participate in it? Meaning do you still go out and get credit cards? loans, accumulate debt, live beyond the means. Basically, we've all been subjected to this, but how far do you take it and are you ready to pull away from that? So, again, do you respect yourself? Do you gossip, judge others, have deconstructive language or emotions? 
How do you feel about yourself? Are you confident? Are you happy? Do your ethics match the way you show up in the world or vice versa? Meaning you wouldn't have two realities that you live. One that people see or only certain people see and then the one you present to the world. Do you embody the world you want to live in? Are you making the change that you want the world to be? And are you walking the talk? So I want you to sit with that. And if you realized within those questions, those five or six questions, that you're not doing all those things, that's a a sign, just an indicator, that we have room for improvement and that we haven't completely found that treasure inside of us. And that's okay. We're going to get there. So (coughs) what I'd like you to do, excuse me, is this is going to be our meditation time. I want you to connect. I want you to imagine just taking a deep breath, breathing in and out, and connecting to that inner treasure as you listen to this mantra rolling over and over and just take the breath in and out and just relaxing into self in the divine perfection that you are.
So if you were able to check in right there and connect with where that treasure is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh-huh. I'm giving you a clue. <laughs> that treasure is in our voice. <clears throat> so when we look at our thoughts, and then the thoughts, as I've mentioned before, become words, and then they become action. So if we look closely at our voice, and no matter how you answered on any of the check-ins, any of the questions, just really start to reflect in this moment about how you show up. How do you show up in any moment? Is the voice and the words you use loving and compassionate? Are they harsh? Are they honest? Sometimes there's an abruptness to honesty. That's not necessarily wrong. But how do you do that? Are you authentic with yourself? Within your expression? And when we say, are you ready to walk the talk... What are you talking about all day long? Does it mirror where you're walking? So sometimes it can seem scary because we have to do certain things in the society to survive. Or so they say. But imagine if we all started shifting one by one, what would occur? I have friends that walk the talk. I mean, they walk it. So amazingly, there's no reason why we can't all do it. It just takes courage. So, secrets out, your treasure, your empowerment, your self-worth is in your voice. All it takes is courage to use that voice. It takes mindfulness to use that voice. And it takes commitment to self, right? Because that what you speak, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to show up and be that? Meaning that you may need to say less for a while to make sure that you show up when you say you're going to show up. There's this funny thing that occurs here in California is that in... uh, the going with the flow, be in the moment crowd, which I fall into that, so I'm poking fun at myself too, is that sometimes we don't show any kind of respect or reverence for our word. Or we don't learn that if we need to live in a life like that, where we don't know how we're going to feel in the next two hours or 24 or 48 that we're best to not make commitments to other people because then our voice can't be held as worthy. We can't value the words that are coming out of our mouth if we don't follow through with the word. 
So what's happening in our exterior world right now? What are we seeing the deconstruction of? We're seeing the deconstruction of a society that was misled, potentially to see how intelligent we are and if we're willing to be courageous and say no and find our voice and then begin to move forward with a humble gaze, an empowered step in words that match our actions. I once asked a friend of mine that worked in the aerospace industry how he felt about being part of war, bombs, planes that drop bombs on families, children, For some reason, within him, he could reconcile that because they had humanitarian planes to drop food, too. But for me, that doesn't work. (laughs) That wouldn't work for me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't compromise my inner code of ethics because maybe that was part of my passion But it's not my passion. So I didn't have to make that choice. But many of us have to make some type of choice throughout our life about how we want to embody our empowerment. So with that, I want you just to reflect really closely in this moment. So we're going to bring in our practice. And one is to start listening listening to ourselves speak, listening to others, how they speak, listening to the community that we're in. Does it feel harmonious? Does it feel like home? Does it feel like a place you belong? Because if you're not in a community that you don't feel like you belong or you don't fit in, you're not going to feel empowered and you're not going to feel heard. And more than likely, you're not going to be honest with that voice. So check in there and then, and don't just do this instantaneously. You can if you like, but take some time with it. Reflect with it. Move slow. We're in such a fast-moving world that we forget that we could slow down a little bit. So once that you've checked in a little bit on that voice, and are we going to stand behind our words? And what do I want to say? Then start to map out a plan as to where you want to refine. If we choose everything at once, it becomes overwhelming and we're more than likely leading ourselves to not getting very far. But if we just choose baby steps, and I'll give you an example. So if you realize that you talk a lot about the environment, you feel Gaia is important, you love Gaia, you even portray to everyone that you're this goddess of Gaia, yet you use chemicals that harm her. You pollute. You eat foods that aren't produced harmoniously with her. 
that's a way to check in. And all these things affect us. And you may say, well, it doesn't affect my self-worth if I'm eating Doritos. It most definitely does. All of us are interconnected in such a way that if we're eating corn products that poison the earth and then we put them in our mouth and then they poison our temple, guess what? Then they're going to eventually poison our words and our thoughts because the energy is not harmonious with this ecosystem. And over time, we become despondent. Or if you notice the words that we're using in the press a lot, and people are even acting out the parts, it, didn't, it started at Halloween and it's still going through <clears throat> even Valentine's Day. I noticed people were doing zombie, zombie walks, zombie runs. Everyone is articulating what the society has become because people are numb. They've placated themselves with food and chemicals and media that has put a veil over them to forget that they are worthy, that they have an empowerment to them, a beautiful voice to share with the world and a way to show up with a little jog or hop in your step that can bring a smile to anyone's face. So, self-worth, do we want to fake it? It's not possible. We've had a lot of tricks, especially for the last couple hundred years. Even more tricks for the last 2,000 years. And some of us might begin to become a little bit shocked with the reveals along the way. So your practice, and then we're going to sign out with the earth prayer. I feel like if we have a reminder of our commitment to being here on Gaia, that we might remember our voice and what we stand for as a human being on this planet. So to cultivate your self-worth is to come in alignment with your voice. And your voice is a reflection. Excuse me. Your voice is a reflection of your mind. Your voice is a reflection of your heart. Your voice is a reflection of your inner Agni. Your voice is a reflection of your inner peace. When we have a level of self-worth and one that's growing and expanding and refining, that voice is really pleasant to listen to. When we're not there yet, it's kind of similar to a small child that has to whine and whine and whine until he or she gets what they feel they need in a moment can become jarring to our nervous system, can wear others down, can even wear you down, the one that's expressing self. So take the time to listen to your voice, listen to other people's voice. Take a mental note of your physical environment. What does it reflect? What does it express? 
take a moment to check in with your mind, body, and spirit. And then go to the root. Check in with your immediate needs. Are they being met? Is your food, water, and shelter being met? And I know many people on this planet are having to struggle more than probably ever has been noted on this planet at once. So we're all being impacted, but we start to make that shift when we find new ways and we have the strength to say no and start embodying our empowerment. So with that being said, as you check in with your voice, take some time to be silent, to really tune in, see what you're ready to shed, what you're ready to refine. Think about the foods that you're putting in your body. Think about the company that you're keeping. Think about following through with your word. Remember that biblical phrase and the word is God. And the Word is God. And the Word is God. Honor your voice. Honor yourself. You're amazing. So until next time, if you have any questions, feedback, please feel free to email me at s at suzannetoro.com, s at suzannetoro.com. Remember to locate that self-worth. It's right there in your throat. Hmm. For you men, you have an Adam's apple there. For you women, you have beautiful larynx that are ready to sing and connect to the sound of the mother. So we're going to sign out. If you can take a moment just to connect your heart, take some deep breaths in, welcome in alignment with yourself, with the crown of your head, your highest reflection, that energy center that emanates out to the universe, that which you are, that which you've always been, just haven't always remembered. Until next time, this is she signing out with a deep bow, a soft gaze, and a namaste.
Thank you for all your help us. Mm-hmm. 